My Welcome to Saint Shorts, inspirational stories based on the lives of saints. On the 15th day of the Coptic month of Hatur, we celebrate the life of Saint John Chrysostom. John was born into a wealthy and distinguished family in the city of Antioch, an area revered at the time of being inferior only to Old and New Rome and of equal rank with Alexandria. This city and its distinction among the empire influences John throughout his life. His father, Secundus, who had held a prominent position with the chief military governor for the eastern provinces of the imperial Rome, died before John was born. His mother, Anthusa, though also born into wealth, was a devout and pious woman. Antioch was under Roman rule, but Christianity flourished in the homes and with the youth. Christian mothers, animated by the spirit of the gospel, exerted themselves in the education of their sons and anxiously sought aid of religion to guard their tender years from the contamination of surrounding vice. Like any significant city back then and today, there was a convergence of diverse cultures from around the trading world. These varied influences helped to create a climate which stimulated the passions, contributed and promoted every species of carnal crime. Children of luxury will always neglect their education in pursuit of more pleasurable activities without the steady hand of a governing parent. A sorority of mothers formed a sanctuary among their community to safeguard their children from a hedonistic lifestyle. Interestingly though, as devout as Anthusa was to the Christian seeds planted in young John's development, she refused to consecrate her son to monastic life. Instead, she endeavored to secure Chrysostom a superior education. This led John to attend the prestigious school of Libanius, where he developed a foundational familiarity with the ancient Greek philosophy. This is also where John became polished in his words and eloquence, earning him the name Chrysostom, which is a Greek word meaning golden mouth. With his flair of eloquence, knowledge of philosophy, and his devoted love to the Bible, John Chrysostom illustrated great truths about life, being exposed to the colorful stories of mythology while deeply rooted in Christianity, John applied the same artful rendering of biblical characters with a vivid and lively display. As John grew in stature and reverence, he retreated to an interpersonal relationship with God that he considered an exhaustible fountain of happiness. He yearned for the life of a monk separated from the world Chrysostom warmly participated in the general feelings of veneration for that mode of life, though his dear friend Basilius, who we will later call St. Basil, did become a monk, John's mother strove to prevent this, representing to him that he was the only comfort in her old age. Despite John's absence from monastic life, he regarded a single life devoted to God as the highest of Christian values. After the death of his mother, though, John Chrysostom finally joined the monks in Antioch. Queen Eudoxia, the wife of Emperor Arcadius, had a lust for money. She took a garden which belonged to a poor widow by force, who complained to the St. John. 
he went to the queen, admonished her, and asked her to return the garden to its owner. When Eudoxia did not obey him, he prevented her from entering the church and partaking of the Holy Communion. She became exceedingly angry and gathered a council of bishops whom St. John had previously excommunicated for their evil acts. They sentenced the saint to be exiled. The people were enraged. They gathered around the royal palace demanding the return of the patriarch. While the people were sorrowful because of their righteous shepherd, a severe earthquake took place and almost destroyed the city, terrifying everyone. The people thought that this was a sign of the Lord's anger caused by the exile of the saint. Eudoxia was disturbed. Her soul was troubled, and she went in haste to her husband and asked him to bring back the saint from exile. Once the light of the shepherd shone on his flock, their sorrow changed to joy, and their wailing was replaced by the songs of joy and happiness. The beloved St. John served the Lord until his departure in the year 407 AD. The writings and story of St. John Chrysostom are so innumerable that dedicating an entire life to uncovering the richness of his contributions to the early church would not be enough to contain them. But he is one of those writers that has a wealth of knowledge to share in each concise and descriptive sentence. I urge you to take some time to read his works. But the takeaway from this sharing of his story would be to focus on his humility and obedience. There is no denying St. John Chrysostom yearned to be a monk. It was his passionate lifelong goal. But in recalling one of God's commandments to honor thy mother and father, St. John set aside his desire to honor his mother's wishes for him to stay. Though he lived as a monk, prayed and fast, and retained all the life as a monk, he did not depart from his mother's side until her passing. Conversely, when the Queen Eudoxia convened a council of St. John's enemies and they exiled him, rather than rally the crowd to his defense, he calmed the crowd and accepted the banishment with humility and obedience. We all have a goal, a dream, a place we want for ourselves, but we should not let that dream trample the here and now. Parents sometimes become workaholics reasoning that they are doing this for their family when in fact they are robbing themselves of the joys of the here and now with their children. God knows our hearts. Trust in Him and enjoy the time we have now with those around us. Appreciate what you have and not dwell on that which we do not have. For in the right time, according to God's will, all good things will come. Lord, Guide us with wisdom and patience as you did with St. John. Help us to see the value of each moment and each person. May the prayers and intercessions of the beloved St. John Chrysostom be with us all. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.